0: And welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. This is level 292. I am Big Al. Along with me this week, we have Kushmus. Yellow. Alongside Wild West08. What's going on, guys? And we have a special guest this week. None other than. My Valentine and yours, Skeptical Mario. Hello, everyone. Hello, Mario. Thank you for joining us. Glad to be here. uh, Short notice. Usually, when someone joins on short notice, we have to get rid of someone, but this week, gang's all here. This is wonderful.
1: Well, yeah, you messaged me to ask me for some boosting help, and then I kind of invited myself
0: on. I mean,. We weren't supposed to say that. Oh, yeah. We got to hurry this up so you can help me with boosting. <laughs> got to get that achievement for the day.
2: Wait, wait, what,
3: what game did you need help with boosting? That's that's what I want to Well,
0: know.
2: well I uh, won't tell.
3: None...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll never tell. And also, because I have to be pedantic L, it's actually co-op and not boost. So. Ah, that's fair that's me being pedantic mm-hmm. whatever that was but means. if I'm carrying
1: you then that would be mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. boost of the vertical you push variety. me forward you push me
0: <laughs> yes like a turbo boost like a booster seat Okay. Like booster shot alright well I hope to form an alliance with you after the show so we have a question this week uh, hot on the heels of last week's uh, tomb raider talk we have a question from wild west and you can go ahead and ask it buddy and i'll even let you go first
4: oh perfect uh so Um, i was interested i was interested to know We have a Tomb Raider collection recently released, and uh, Nintendo Direct gave us the Star Wars Battlefront collection coming as well. So what other collections would you like to see come out? Uh, Arutarek was our first response with a great answer and said, A collection containing two Lord of the Rings games, both the Two Towers and the Return of the King games from the early 2000s. Hack and Slash style games playing through scenes from the films. They were some of my favorite games on the PS2, which I still sometimes go back and play if the mood strikes me. Uh, Carpe Adam 79 says, I think I mentioned this on a previous question, but a Madden collection pre X1 would be neat. I started on Madden 93 in the Sega Genesis, but there was a version prior to that I never played. I feel like it'd be kind of cool to go back and experience the older Madden games again with all the classic rosters and then the last one i'm going to read is from Vulgar latin and he says so many things earthworm jim a classic mortal kombat collection a mortal kombat collection for the 3d era games i would love some spider-man games from back in the day more tony hawk basically if you can sell me my past i i'll buy it
0: Amen. Hey, man so i think are, there are Ultra enough mortal
1: Kombat games where you could have a collection of mortal kombat
0: collections collection on top that's of a good idea. <laughs> i think that is true <laughs> all right well i have a question okay is two games enough to be a collection or should it be three or more well three is coming mean, i guess the more mm, is I better
4: think, i think two is fine but i think the more you have the i better. mean I, oh yeah i guess tony hawk one and two
0: would be a collection
4: yeah if they were ever to do three, three and four and then put them all together, that'd be mm-hmm. cool too. But. That'd be collection, collection as well. <laughs> what do you get when you add a collection to a collection then?
0: Mm. <laughs> Collections.
4: Squeeze. Is that a series? <laughs> ah. and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I had totally forgot... Uh, about the Lord of the Rings games until Arutarex said that, uh, and I was telling the guys before I played those a lot. Uh, my friends and I were big Lord of the Rings fans, uh, and playing those games in the early 2000s was just a lot of fun. Really? Yes, yes, really. Good
0: games Lord of the Rings.
4: So that Fine. would be just that'd be a lot of don't, fun. Don't make a Hobbit of it. Those are not that great.
1: Ugh, that was
4: terrible. Yeah. Let's go past that. Uh, Carpe Adam's response yeah. was really good too. I think it'd be kind of fun to go back to that style of Madden games as well. I would definitely play those. Mm-hmm. Getting some you of those.
1: you wouldn't want every year, I don't think, because no. there wouldn't be enough of a difference. But you could, if you could curate, markable differences.
4: Yes. Yeah, I agree. It'd be I fun mean, to kind of go back. The only problem
0: is licensing. Yeah. So hypothetically, it would be a great idea. They mm-hmm. came out with Tech Mobile on the Nintendo Switch uh, uh, NSO storefront, but they took out all the the real life teams and players. Yeah. So it's just, it's not the same. Well, but they I mean, could they, bring... what,
1: um, they could do what McDonald's is doing uh, with the McDonald's and just turn the end upside down.
0: Oh, yeah, just do it that In, way. in the NFL. <laughs> Uh, They did have uh, the NHL Rewind '94 a couple years ago with the current roster, so that was awesome. That was fun. They could do that. That's a good uh, compromise.
4: And they do bring back those kind of characters, uh, or I guess not characters, but players. You know, from the into the new games. Like you'll have some of the NBA games. We'll have the older older uh, uh, players from the you know back in the day as well. So I think they Mm -hmm. could figure out something to do, but. It'd be fun to play those, and then uh, Tony Hawk. You know that's that's a given for a lot of us that grew up playing that. Um, some of the other ones that I thought would be kind of fun to roll into a collection that I have enjoyed playing uh, recently or a uh, long time ago. Uh, the Metro series, I think it'd be a lot of fun to get a collection of all of those games into one. Um, and then uh, Time Splitters was another one. I we did a lot of Time Splitters growing up. Uh, as well, so having a remaster of all of those games, especially doing it online play, I think would work really well. And then uh, some for some management fans, the older Sim Cities and uh, Sim Farm games. I played a lot of those growing up as well, and it'd be kind of fun to go back and see how those would translate to with some newer controls and everything. So those are some of the answers that I that I had. What if they did a Remedy collection? We do like that?
0: <laughs> that In really the future, count?
4: yeah. <laughs> or they're too new? Yeah, I guess they're too new. Think, I think they're too new, but I think someday it'd be kind Alan of fun Wake, to just have a do a, a Remedy connected universe.
0: Absolutely, yeah. What else is there? Alan Wake 1 and 2 and Control... I know there's a the yep. fourth one.
1: Quantum Break all and Max
0: Payne's universe. Oh yeah, Quantum Break. Yeah. Yeah. Max Payne, stop it. <laughs> well, they are doing a
4: Max Payne collection. Don't, don't Google not Google. <laughs> They are. Yeah, remedy's doing it. Well, oh. they're. I guess they're remaking number one. I don't know if they're doing two actually. I'll have to look that up while while uh, Mario goes on his answers. Yeah, I'll read a couple.
1: My, oh, my Mario, can... just
4: this second to
1: jump back up on the desk. Here from Ahizo. Oh. Ahizo says. With the success of Mass Effect's collection release, I'd like to see Dragon Age given the same treatment. The existing trio of games already import into each other, either through game saves or simply asking questions at the start, so they could just connect them automatically like Mass Effect did. I think this would be a great lead-up to Dreadwolf coming out this year or next. Shout-out to the Tony Hawk 3 and 4 that was planned and later cancelled. Hopefully the higher-ups at Microsoft are fans of the series now that they run it. It's
0: not happening, ISO.
1: Chewing on Ice says, I really, really want a Silent Hill collection of the first four games after the disappointing versions of two and three we got in the Buggy HD collection. With the remake of two coming out, it feels like a good time to revisit the originals. The first three are some of my all-time favorite games, and I never got the chance to play four, so I'm eager to do that. A more left-field pick would be a collection of some of the 90s horror FMV games that I've always loved watching YouTube videos of but never experienced myself. I think games like Immortality, Her Story, Late Shift, The Bunker, The Shape-Shifting Detective, and other recent FMV games have revived interest in the genre, so it would be cool to go back to the originals, even if they are very hokey and dated now. We never got the Night Trap re-release on Xbox, so a collection which included that along with The Seventh Guest, Harvester, Phantasmagoria, and Dracula Unleashed would be super amazing. I actually played Phantasmagoria back in the 90s, I think. Really? Yeah, I don't think I've played an FMB game since then. Have you guys?
0: Mm-hmm. Seventh Guest was amazing.
3: Other than those? Other ones he listed? No. I, mean, I can't think of any.
0: I mean, Mist is another mm-hmm. obvious one. They have, have had that remastered, um, but was that yeah. ju-
1: that was just the first one. It wasn't all of the Myst games.
0: Yes. I mean, they did make sequels. Mm-hmm. Riven was good. That was the first sequel. Yeah, there's um,
1: lots of avenues mm-hmm. they can go. For myself, I, I tried to think of a good answer to this, but most of the games I picked have already been released in collections, or they're you know from Nintendo. Um, so the only thing I could come up with is StarCraft. StarCraft oh. One and Two and like yes. the expansions. I think there's enough there for a uh, collection. And now that microsoft owns blizzard maybe they could uh, get the ball rolling on that i think we've shown that uh real-time strategy games can work uh, on a console
4: yeah do it halo war style you Mm can do something like that about warcraft that that too i
1: i wasn't as much of a fan of warcraft so i wouldn't be as excited but that would definitely work too
0: Or were you saying something, Jameson?
4: No, I was just i was saying StarCraft would be good. Uh, I think you could do some kind of specialized one just for the PC, but then kind of port it over uh, with different controls or maybe a little bit more light on the Xbox. Uh, but that'd be fun.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Console version wouldn't need to be played in eSports. So I don't care if it's not quite as, you know, um crunchy and the controls can do a 100 things per second
4: yeah i mean if you can do age of empires then you can do pretty much Mm -hmm. anything i think okay big l it's your turn all right big l hurricane
0: dale says i would love a remastered trilogy of the fable games such a huge part of my childhood well, they tried making that first one again, and then they messed up the smart glass achievement. It's amazing how... For uh, shame. <laughs> uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto v, uh just changed their achievement list, right? So to not make that one unobtainable. So it would be nice if the others followed suit, especially a Microsoft Property. You would think they would do something about that, but nope just discontinued it and two and three i i still see people playing those games on the 360 the backwards compatibility so that would probably sell super well if they did a nice remaster trilogy so that's a good answer hurricane dale who i believe still has like two years of uh Never-ending stories in the can still. <laughs> Fufu cuddly poof. I remember that dude. He says, I would love for a remastered collection of the Digimon World games. <sighs> uh, I played one through three as a kid, and I'm currently trying to complete them on retro achievements. Elle will appreciate this, but I'm actually simul-playing with them with a couple of friends. Well, that's cool i'd actually like to hear about that i have zero interest in those games but retro achievements has always fascinated me and yeah i always just took digimon as a pokemon ripoff so if anyone knows anything about that let me know you guys know
1: that's how i feel about digimon also
0: yeah. And I know I know Nate uh is always played those games.
3: Oh yeah. I'm on a
0: Game Boy. I'm a big fan of
3: the Poke Digi stuff. <laughs> Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, all the Mons. Love all the Mons.
0: <laughs> hey Mon. Game Boy in Living Color. There you go. There's a deep cut. Uh, so from myself, I was trying to think of some crazy big collections like we've had recently. Um, my favorites have been like the Contra collection, the Castlevania collection, the Mega Man collections, and recently the uh, TMNT Cowabunga collection where they took games from uh, my childhood and Games that you wouldn't expect to see. So they were on NES and SNES and the arcade and they put it all in one big package. Uh, One thing we never got was the Mega Man uh, (laughs) Game Boy games, but I guess those weren't that good. Um, I would like to see a collection of mana come to Xbox. That's on the Switch. Maybe something a little more realistic, maybe Bomberman. So there was NES Bomberman and Super Bomberman. That's a good answer. Um, obviously, obviously, some RPGs. It's my typical answer.
1: Were there bomberman RPGs?
0: Yeah, of course there are. <laughs> you uh, blow yourself up. You sleep in the inn, and you and you're fine. This is obvious. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously, the Final Fantasies of the world. Uh, maybe like Lufia One and Two. You know, franchises like that that haven't had a lot of love. Signature Trigger Chrono Cross Collection. There you go. Now that we've established that two can be a collection,
1: we can go nuts. How about a collection of just sequels?
0: Of just twos? pushmos what do you got for us, buddy?
3: All right. I've got Philip Wendell, and he says, I looked through my 360 games for some ideas. The only thing I thought would be good that doesn't already have a remake was Peggle be fun to play through those again uh-huh. i agree uh, i don't know if i need a collection of those but i definitely need a new peggle <laughs> i think the time is time is right um el sock is in the game and he says game. i would like to see a remaster slash remake of the legacy of Kane games always a good answer always right with updated graphics Makes and sense. all that and hopefully fixed load times blood omen on the original playstation still causes me night tremors uh, yeah, I remember I remember Legacy I mean. of Kane. I remember liking Legacy of Kane. I don't know if I actually remember Legacy of Kane, but I remember that I liked it. Um and That's always what wanted more. Yeah, exactly, right? That's nostalgia. Um for me, uh yeah, I had a hard time picking stuff that wasn't um Ratchet and Clank um <laughs> on the wrong system. Oh and then, boy. I picked, and I probably said Ratchet and Clank last time. We had a a similar question. Uh, This time, actually, Vulgar uh, snaked my answer. I didn't even see it. Uh, I was thinking the Spider-Man games. Um, We have, let's see, uh, Friend or Foe in 2007. We have Web of Shadows in 2008. Two different developers. Then in 2010, uh, we have Shattered Dimensions from Binox. And we, in 2011, we have Edge of Time, also from Pinox. I think it'd be kind of cool to have all those, um, maybe with the Insomniac engine, um, and uh, just be really good games. I, I'd buy that again, even if it wasn't. I know it's impossible. It's three different developers across four different games, but whatever. Uh, I think that'd be kind of cool. Uh, or another thing, kind of like Mario was joking with the, uh, with the twos, uh, I, I could like... I could get into like a DreamWorks collection, you know. You know how I love the tie-ins, but if they took like a <laughs> whole bunch of DreamWorks movies and put them all into one collection, I'd totally play that, for sure. That's actually
1: not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Or you know, yeah, Disney definitely. obviously they they already <laughs> did it with like uh, Aladdin and um, Lion yeah. King. Yeah.
4: But yes,
3: yeah, give me something like that. I, I would totally play that.
4: Well, doesn't Activision have a lot of those games too? So. they no? I, I don't could pay. Be, I don't. That. Oh, okay. But no, Activision did a lot of those movie tie-in game or movie tie-in stuff. They got all the the licenses, yeah. But I'm sure they'd have to renew stuff with that. But that would be a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, I'd have a great time with that.
4: Well, just as an update, as a tie to kind of finish this all, uh, Remedy is doing Max Payne and Max Payne Two, so it is both of them. They're gonna do sometime. Okay. Is
0: uh, that's The one with uh, Mark Wahlberg. See in that one? I,
1: I think care. so, yeah. is that just a movie?
0: You,
3: that's just the movie. Did you not play oh. Max Payne?
0: No, no. I only played a little bit of 3... Uh, on the 360 and that's it.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're
0: missing out. It was like the Matrix-style shooty slowdown. Yeah, Mad. it was
3: like the first game I remember that used bullet time. Um, yep. is a game yeah, character.
0: bullet time. Shooties. Yeah. I'll check it out if it comes to Xbox.
4: Oh, it is. They're, they're, it's coming out on P, P, uh, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. So.
0: Mm.
4: I'll take two. Um,
0: speaking of Max Payne movie. Do you guys want to guess what
4: percentage on Rotten Tomatoes it has? Are you doing critics or uh, audience? Um, Critics. Critics. I'm going to go 38%. Critics.
1: Ooh, that's close enough to my guess.
4: Ooh. Uh,
3: sure, yeah. It's got to be low. Well, 60, but that's probably too high.
0: Fresh or Rotten? Anything below
4: sixty is rotten. I believe that's their criteria.
0: Okay, Uh, you're all way off. (laughs) The answer is (laughs) sixteen (laughs) percent.
4: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I remember. I remember being super excited when that was coming out, just because I I loved Max Payne. I think I took my wife to go see it, and (laughs) we was just Mm -hmm. like, okay. Oh, did she steal your wife?
3: we were. were yeah. you were married at the time? Or... I don't know. Let's see. Let's see, see the
4: yeah, let me see when that movie came out. What what year is that? Two thousand eight. Two thousand. Okay. Yeah, well, that was the year I got married. Oh, wow.
1: Could do a Criterion collection of video game adaptations.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Doing all, this, all the U uh, yeah.
0: Assassin's Creed our creed that would be a
4: great t- uh, movie i <laughs> still need to see, see that fassbender assassin's creed you know that was good it wasn't it wasn't like great but it was it was decent i liked it i'd
1: rather watch that than play another assassin's creed game
0: <laughs> what do you think about the I told straight? you guys <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm not excited for Borderlands, but the trailer looks like they are they might be
4: getting it right. Yeah. It has to yeah. just be super wacky. That's the only way it works.
3: What I liked was the guns. Like, it looked like the guns were unique. Like, um, as uh, What's-Her-Face, the siren was shooting one. Like, like the, it was just cool the way the barrel was rotating. I was like, oh, I think they paid attention uh, to all the wacky guns.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm interested to see if they do kind of a hmm. loot thing involved in the movie at all or not. Like they just keep upgrading their guns and stuff? That'd be pretty yeah. cool. But
0: now, El, you love Borderlands, I mean, so what do you think? Well, <laughs> as much as I rag on Borderlands the game, I did like the world and the characters, so I actually was going to go see this blind, so I didn't want to watch any trailers, but if you think I should, I will.
3: Mm, I mean, if you think you should go blind, go blind. Yeah. I support going in to see movies blind.
1: Well, I'm not sure how, how blind you can be if you have a, an expectation set by having played the games.
0: I go in with complete negative expectations so I can only be <laughs> pleasantly surprised.
1: That's the way to do it.
0: But the uh, promotion looks good and all that. Like, it does look uh, colorful and... As an all star cast,
4: right? So, mm-hmm. I think that to me was the only thing I've seen that was a negative so far. I've only watched that one trailer, and I'm not going to watch any other ones till it comes out. But I don't think Kevin Hart oh, wow. is very good in that. But we'll see.
0: I'm just reading that it was completed back in 2021 and they had to do reshoots for three years. Wow. That's nuts. So I remember hearing about this, and then it kind of disappeared. Well, as long as we don't get a Borderlands collection, right? <laughs> don't tell me about Handsome Jack, please. Uh, well, I'm sure we will at
1: some point That's when it. the publisher gets desperate,
0: make some gear bucks. All right, thank you for the question, Wild West. Keep bringing out those collections, and we'll probably keep buying them. Okay, so a couple of weeks ago for Valentine's Day, we asked you guys to come up with some poems, help us write some poems, and you did. And we had a poll on the Discord, and we initially were going to have one winner, but I think we're going to have two. The first one is of course our beloved skeptical mario congratulations you, you are number one in our hearts and um we couldn't leave out a because he had a really good one too i know wild west really liked his so i believe that's still up in the discord or go back a couple weeks and listen if you want to hear them again I don't know how Mario got his uh, voice to be so British, but he did. It was great. So, congratulations to you guys. All right. February is a short month, so we are coming up to March. And we have new targets just announced. On true achievements. So, for March targets, of course, we have Pi Day. Earn two achievements with a ratio of 3.14 for bronze, three for silver, and six for gold. That's easy enough. Just play some Killer Instinct or uh, something like that. Some Game Pass game, you'll find the 3.14 pretty easily. Trilogy. Earn achievements in games or achievements that contain the word three, the number three, or the Roman numeral three. I think even Nate could finish, <laughs> figure that one out. It's got three eyes, Nate. Three eyes, got and, it. Uh, three. You, you got it. Uh, bronze, you need three, silver, you need six, and gold, you need 10. Uh, so once again, I ask Nate to buy me Tomb Raider Trilogy. I heard that game has uh, at least 10 achievements. (laughs) I think it was 269. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) And last but not least, March Around the Map. Very clever. Uh, Earn gamer score in adventure games. Bronze 100, silver 200, and gold 300 gamer score. And <laughs> someone's trying to get me to read something, so why not? Don't forget to visit Calendar Man on Leap Leap Day to unlock Martian Manhunter costume. Oh, but it's not a thing. It says, "Oh well." I remember Calendar Man. I have yet to play Batman: Arkham City proper, though. But I finished Calendar Man on both consoles uh, many years ago. Very good, Big L. Very good.
1: That's the important thing.
0: Exactly. All right. Those are our news items. And now it's time for the game showcase. We will start with the illustrious Kurshmos.
3: Thanks for asking. Uh, Today, I'm going to be talking about a little game that's not on Game Pass.
0: I'm so ready.
3: Apparently, uh, I am in a bit of a a puzzle slash cozy funk, a funk. I don't know. Uh, that's what I'm playing. Uh, a game mm-hmm. called Harmonies Odyssey. Um, in this game, you play as a witch, but really that doesn't matter because uh, the game is all about these animated uh, puzzles and maps. And they they're little grids. They're uh, they're small as like three by two, uh, and they get much larger as the as the game progresses. And they're just these little dioramas uh, that uh, are animated, and they're mixed up. So each one of these squares that make up this diorama are just kind of jumbled, and I, I believe that they're jumbled the same way every time. So like if you watch a video. Um, you can, you can see where pieces get moved and all that stuff. If you wanted to ruin your fun, you could absolutely do that. Uh, and I think there are also uh, solution videos that basically just show you the finished uh, level so you can just spot a piece, move it to the right location, and then just finish that way if you're having trouble. Uh, but the game is really cute and fun. And uh, as you're playing through, uh, there are three difficulty levels, and there's an achievement for completing every level on the hardest difficulty. The difference between easy and hard is the number of pieces that you need to move. Um, on easy, they will complete part of the puzzle for you for the really big um, levels. There'll, there'll be sections it that it's completely done. Uh, whereas on hard, you have to do every single square. You have to you have to figure out where they go. Um, as you're moving these things around. You'll basically just like select the square with A, and you can either hold that and then drag it to the place where you want it and let go, and that'll swap the two, or you can click on one and then click on the other. As you find blocks that match, um, they become seamless. Uh, so if they don't quite match, they're not in the right position in, uh, relative to each other there, um, there will be a seam if they're not in the correct position relative to each other. But if you match uh, the piece that goes directly to the left of another piece, it will become seamless. And that's how you know for sure that you've connected two pieces that, that are supposed to be connected. When that's done, you can then move those connected pieces, those correctly connected pieces, by just holding A down uh, when you click on one of those squares. Then you can move that whole unit uh, around the, the level as one piece and it'll kind of adjust the pieces as you go, which is really helpful. And <laughs> I didn't figure that out at first. Uh, everything mm-hmm. in this game is done through uh, like cutscenes and like little animations. So you, there's nothing, there's nowhere where you're reading. Oh, you do this, do this, do that. Like uh, You're basically just seeing something happen and then you have to go kind of reproduce it and like, Oh, okay. So that's what, that's what I'll do. Um, as you're completing these little levels, a, a little story is being told. Um, and as you unlock each new area, you'll also get, uh, new little mini games. Uh, and those mini games will basically, there'll be another level you have to do, but it just changes from that mechanic of, of shifting the puzzle pieces around to, uh, actually doing some sort of activity or, or mini game. One of them is like a find the difference, um, kind of like a highlights magazine, Uh, And the the way it does this is really nice because it splits the screen and it gives you a magnifying glass as a cursor, but it's in both of the screens, the split screens. So as you're moving that cursor around, it'll keep the position on both pictures, which is really helpful when they have multiple things like, uh, I don't know, little, uh, you know, bands of uh, flowers or something along the, the ceiling. It helps you when there's like 10 of them and you're trying to figure out which one is wrong. Uh, the magnifying glass will move over both sides of the screen at the same time so you can very easily see, oh, this one's upside down or something like that. So, so that'll help you do with that type of puzzle. There's also a Pac-Man light type of <laughs> mini game that you have to do where you're a cat trying to get the sausage. Uh, and I think that there, uh, there might be another version of that with the mummy. I'm not sure. I haven't gotten all the way through the game yet. Uh, and then finally, uh, from what I've seen, the the last little mini game is kind of like a Sokuban-like uh, push puzzle um, where you're playing football. And the the twist here uh, that makes it not a true so- Sokuban is that you need to, uh, number one, collect a football uh, and then also defeat defenders to get to the end zone. And it's in kind of like a little... Uh, you know, Sokoban type puzzle with you know some walls are here, some walls are there. You always move in a straight line, um, and the way you defeat a defender is by picking up um, uh, an offensive person on your on your team. Um, so you kind of move around this maze. If you bump into somebody on your team, you can now take out a, a group of the enemy that has fewer people. So uh, when you're trying to move around the puzzle, you can't bump into that one person. You have to pick up. Uh, someone on your team first to then have a two to one, um, you know, overmatch for, for that guy. And then you can take that guy out. So that's kind of, kind of dictates how you're going to move around the map and, and get to the end. It's very easy to restart those if you uh, kind of make a bad move or something like that. But uh, those are the three mini games that I've seen so far. And I believe um, it says that there are other mini games, but I think there are variations of those. I could be wrong. Like I said, I haven't seen the end of the game, but I did kind of like, uh, Scoot through uh, a solution video, uh, just to see if there were any other obvious mini games that stood out. And I didn't see any that weren't those three. Uh, as far as the achievements, they come pretty quickly um, and all the time <laughs> as, you're, as you're just moving through the game. There you go. Uh, when when you get to a new biome uh, or set of levels, there's an achievement. There's achievements for things that happen like. Uh, in the little animations every time you finish a puzzle there's like a little animation of that puzzle so you can kind of see it you know what's going on in that scene it's kind of cool and and at any time you can rotate these uh to get a better view of of all the stuff that's going on it's kind of fun to do that at the end of the really the more intricate ones uh you know especially the bigger ones they've got more cool stuff going on you can kind of see oh this guy's up in a balloon he's flying around and this guy's down here and you know he's uh you know stealing sausages or something like that Uh, So that's kind of cool to check out. Uh, Let's see. The other achievements are for silly things like going to the music screen. They do have one of those. Um, There is an achievement, like I said, for completing all levels on the hardest difficulty. That is the highest ratio. It's a 1.8. It's really not difficult. Um, There's no time limit on the levels. And in fact, there's an achievement for taking 29 minutes to solve a puzzle. So anything over 29 minutes will earn you that achievement. Uh, you can just basically, you know, get do even one of the easy ones and just save that last move. Wait till the timer goes up. Go ahead and flip it and get your achievement. Uh, and of course, there's completing all puzzles. I let my daughter play this. I kicked it down to easy for her, uh, and she was having a lot of fun. Uh, she didn't like the football mini game because I didn't have time to explain it to her, and she was having a hard time figuring it out. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a really fun game. I'm enjoying. Um, just doing a little, little bit of that at a time as I normally do with these types of puzzle games, but it's cute and, uh, it's pretty fun. And that is, uh, Harmony's Odyssey.
0: It does look very cute. I'll say that much. It has a
3: co-op so it? mode. It has a, oh. I think it has a
0: co-op and a versus mode.
3: I don't know how those would work. Oh. And I never checked them out. Um, so I, okay. that is that is an option for people that, you know, have multiple people in their household that could play
0: games, but uh, I didn't check those out. Puzzles are dioramic. That's how they... Uh, <laughs> it's like dioramas, like a science fair project. Did you talk about the price? I don't think you did.
3: No, I didn't mention the price. It's $15.00. Um, it's a little much for, uh, I think how much gameplay there is when it's all said and done, I'm already 50% of the way through the game and I have, I don't know, since I've played for five hours, that doesn't feel accurate. I think a lot of it was just sitting around or, you know, my daughter just doing whatever, but, um, uh, it feels a little much. So if mm-hmm. this goes on sale, I would, I would, I would definitely wait to, for a little bit of a sale at least.
4: It looks like it's been yeah, almost voted on for an eight to 10 hour completion. Would you say it's about accurate?
3: Yeah, I'm at five. And like I said, I'm at uh, five hours and I, I'm at 50%. The puzzles do get more difficult as you go along. Um, and they, they, like I said, they complete or they make it more difficult by increasing the size of the board. Um, and, I guess the, the puzzles have more similar pieces uh, the farther you get into it. So there's more options for like, oh, well, this this is clearly uh, like a vertical type piece uh, or potentially even an edge piece, uh, and you're just not quite sure where it goes. So it takes you a little bit longer to get stuff moved around and sure. figure that out. So that, that's how they increase the difficulty.
0: Yeah, I was saying uh, last month it went to 1124, but probably can imagine like $750 half price would be fair for this guy?
3: I think half price it would be like absolutely. If you're in a puzzle game's half price for this, yeah, no doubt.
0: Okay. That's Harmony's Odyssey. And I think there's some game called Odyssey to the West, right? I don't know. Odyssey to the Wild West. (laughs) You are up.
4: (laughs) All right. Well, uh, Carpe Adam had a good suggestion for uh, the showcase that I should do now. And he uh, says that I should, uh, as I mentioned in the last time that I was on, that I was working on Chewy's just punch it list for the patrons. And uh, I worked back to another 360 game. And so uh, he, Carpe Adam, made the suggestion that I should uh, call my my section I have a bone to pick with Chew so that's what i'm going to be doing this week is i have a bone to pick with you uh, about fable three uh as you as you were talking before that you saw people still playing it that was me i was still playing it uh because i did the uh a long time ago i did the uh, the base game the thousand completion a thousand g completion on it and After I was done with it, they released uh, the DLC for it called Trader's Keep. And in the DLC, uh, they added a new area along with a new demon door. Um, In the base game, these demon doors were uh, doors that you could open uh, by doing a specific task, like becoming really fat or becoming really evil or really good uh, by dressing weird in the game, just they had different requirements to get you to open it. When you opened it, you could get money, you could get uh, weapons, items, you know, stuff that would be useful for the game. Um, and in the DLC, they asked you to uh, open up all the demon doors. So if you've done that through the game, you should have just been able to go to the DLC and uh, map the new area, and then you should have been able to go to the new demon door, open it up, and the achievement would pop. Well, uh, apparently it was glitched for a long time. And people were trying to figure out how to unlock it. And there was a lot of different suggestions to do it. Uh, But the one that has the most popular uh, support behind it is that you need to open up the demon door in the DLC first. And then the other ones uh, after it. And so when the DLC came out, I was just like, no, I'm not doing it. I don't really care to do it at all. Um, I just... Wasn't really planning on doing it. They did eventually release the DLC for free. I think when they did, because Fable 3, I think, was part of the first Games with Gold. And I think they released the DLC for free around that time as well. And so uh, I ended up picking it up just to have it just in case. And then when Chewie's came out with his uh, contest games for me, that was on my list. And I decided to uh, to go for them. And for, some of the, for one of the demon doors, you have to do some interactions with another player. So I uh, messaged uh, my co-op buddy and I said, hey, you know, I know he did Fable 3 a long time ago. Would you be interested in running through it again? And he said, yeah, I thought he would, he'd, be, he'd be up for it. And so uh, just like I had mentioned on Dragon Age, I spent all night one night <laughs> trying to get my save to copy over from the 360 to the 1. And it failed. <laughs> and so I had to start over from the beginning of the game. And play it all the way through to be uh through the end to be able to unlock the the DLC and start the the DLC stuff. Um, the DLC does not start until you finish the game uh, because you have to get to a specific yeah. Uh, well, you just have to get to the end game to be able to uh, uh, access it. Um, so for those uh, that haven't played Fable three yet, you play as uh, the king's brother, and uh, you just kind of do your you're just kind of basically are just going through life. Your brother's the king. Your parents have passed away. Uh, Your father was a a hero um, in all sense of the words. Uh, There's really a lot of uh, snarky comments in the game. There's a lot of innuendos, all the fun stuff that makes a fable game a fable game. And uh, so they don't really try to play it some big thing it's just your dad's a hero and so but he passed away so your brother's ruling albion and uh you find out later that your brother's evil and so uh one of the guys that has protected your family for a long time helps get you out of the kingdom before uh anything can happen to you and you start your quest to become a hero Um, and the first thing that you get is uh you get access to magic Um, And so you leave the castle and you start your quest to overthrow your brother. And then uh, the DLC starts right after the end game. And you go to a a new island uh, part of the map and you have to uh, go to a prison and help bring back some of the famed uh, prisoners that have escaped and, and defeat them and bring them back. So the DLC was pretty fun. Uh, I enjoyed it going back. I, it had been a long time since I'd played it, and so I had a lot of fun replaying the story again. And for those who like uh, descriptions in their uh, achievements, Fables got them all. Uh, you know, for example, one of the first ones that you can get is uh, called Hand in Hand. You've held hands with another person. What better way to make a connection? which I kind of think, I don't know. Do you guys enjoy enjoy having descriptions like that for your achievements or do you like straightforward, tell me what to do?
1: I don't mind a little extra flavor on the descriptions as long as it actually does say it and isn't just a cryptic hint. Yeah.
4: What about you, Kush? Agreed.
3: I mean, yeah, I like like a little bit of... uh, you know, flavor and variety, but yeah, I I also don't want it to be so cryptic. Uh, gosh, what is the one game? Um, I think I know
4: what you're talking about, or at least something. There, there's like, what, there's there's yeah.
3: <laughs> there's one game I can't remember exactly what it is. I um, I'll have to go back and find it, and you know, yelled out in the middle of the podcast, um, but <laughs> like I normally do. <laughs> but there's one game where the descriptions just make no sense. They have nothing to do with the activity you need to do and uh, that's the complete other end of the spectrum Um, yeah yeah i do like a little bit where you know okay so if they give you the flavor text but it's something you have to do to complete the game anyway you're gonna run through it anyway like you just can't avoid it okay that's that's kind of cool um but if it's something you know uh you know esoteric or super obtuse or whatever then Yeah. yeah uh yeah that's not cool
4: yeah, yeah. I think I was just kind of looking at through as I was getting ready for this uh, this podcast and just seeing kind of the stuff, and I didn't really notice it until now about the achievements and and all that and how they kind of have a little description to go along with it. So it's pretty it's pretty standard for a game. You have your story achievements. You have your kill enemies achievements. You have uh, there are some achievements for doing stuff with another player online. You can do co op. Um, uh, you can do co op stuff. Um, so I had uh, my co op was ended up being a girl and in their game and then i was a guy so we got married for an achievement you know a long time ago this was 2012 i believe and then you know had a kid you know for another achievement so you can do stuff together you can play together you just held hands i know you held hands you know you're you're fast tracking fable Wow, <laughs> you don't waste time Jeez. Pro- procreate too. So, but then you also got your, oh. you know, your killing enemies, and uh, so there's three types of weapons that you can use, or uh, combat that you can use in Fable. You can use your magic. Um, so you'll have different things like fire, electricity, ice. Um, you can later in the game you can mix two spells together for an achievement, and then also it'll be more powerful. Uh, it's unlimited magic; you don't run out from it. Uh, run out for a minute you don't have kind of mana or anything you just you can use it as much as you want uh you have your uh guns so you can have your rifles or pistols or stuff like that you can have your swords uh and other melee combat so those are the three styles you use as well um and then in game you kind of have to get a certain amount of money which i believe is like six or nine million of gold which you can buy businesses to earn money passively as you're playing the game Uh, You can do other actions to earn money uh, to save your people at the end of the game. And then after all that's over, you get to start the DLC and and go from there. Uh, There is a caveat that makes one achievement really hard. Um, So for those who have played it, you'll know the one I'm talking about. It's for collecting all the legendary weapons. So in your game, you only get... Let me see. So you only get... Uh, there's 50 legendary weapons in the game and you only get 26 in your game. So to be able to do, to get all the achievements, you have to join another person's game and be able to be gifted those other weapons that you don't have in your game. And so uh, I know my, my friend and I, we had to join a, a session with a guy who had all the weapons and he gave it to us. We got the achievement. And then we gave those weapons that uh, he had given us back. And so that is kind of a, a thing that I don't really know how I feel about it. I don't particularly like it, I guess, but uh, having to do something like that for an achievement, I don't know. I just, I didn't really like it, but um, overall, I thought the achievement list was very good. Even for the the DLC, I thought it was very good as well, except for that one achievement with the demon door that still has some issues unlocking to this day. Um, but the, the game was fun overall. It was fun to go back and play it again. I agree with what you said, L about making a collection on it. Or I think it'd be a lot of fun to do it oh, as yeah, long as it kind it. of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I like what I said. Uh, I think it'd be fun to do a collection on that. If they took out some of the, the co-op stuff that maybe wouldn't work today, like the spyglass, the fable Two, I believe had some costumes that were weird, uh, had a weird unlock on it. I think the chicken costume there. So as long as they kind of, tempered some of those achievements on it, I think it'd be a good collection to work with, and it's a, a fun game to to go back to uh, and and finish up. And there is a walkthrough that on was TA actually, if you need uh, it. So. It, was, it was
0: actually Hurricane Dale who uh, came up with that. I just uh, read what he said. So Yeah, that's true. That's um, true. I have some questions. I just uh, went to the add-ons section of Fable 3, and I see like 20 different things that are like a dollar each? Are any of these things necessary? No. Nope. What DLC is actually.
4: The only DLC that you need is the Traders Keep DLC. Yep, Traders Keep DLC. Yeah, Traders okay, keep DLC. Traders keep. The rest of the stuff is just uh, uh, like clothes and other things like that. Stuff that you don't need at all.
0: Okay. Good to know. Good to know.
1: I also completed yeah. the base game several years ago and have no still have no interest in playing the dlc
4: (laughs) yeah i haven't played it since i think 2012 is what i was looking at and so it's been you know over a decade so i was like "Eh, it'd be fun to kind of go back to it and do it for choose contests and and finish it up um
0: yeah i think i never played three i did play two and there was a lot of achievements where you just if you invite people in and then if one person does it, everyone gets the achievement. Yes. Mystery like that too. Okay.
4: No, the two is like okay. that. Yeah. You can get, you can auto pop some stuff in two, uh, or, you know, if someone's doing something, you can't get that achievement three. They don't have those achievements. There are stuff you can do. You have to do co-op, but you know, you, right. you still have to earn the achievement uh, in your own game or playing it. Co-op. You can't just get it by itself.
0: Okay,
4: and it's not—it's not, it's not a all on, uh, Yeah, it's game on pass. Game pass. Yep, and it's not yeah. a long completion. It's twenty-five to thirty hours for the base game, and then th- four to five for the DLC. So, not terribly long. Okay.
0: And last but certainly not least in the game showcase is our special guest, Skeptical Mario. What have you, sir? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm going to be talking about a game called Space Gladiators. Um, uh, I know that there's been talk about Rotato in the last uh, few weeks. to released on Game Pass to much fanfare for for being a worse-looking vampire survivors. Um, But I played it, and I had a lot of fun with it. So I decided to break out this game, uh, which is from the same developer. It's also from blobfish Um, and uh, i had bought it a few months ago uh, because it is a combination platformer and roguelite and that is a genre combination that is near and dear to my heart so i figured i was going to be playing it eventually and now seemed like a good time to do it so i've been playing that for the last 24 hours it is uh, how to describe it it's like if, uh, are you familiar with um, Alien Hominid?
4: Yes, mm-hmm. I, I finished uh, that.
1: Um, well, I mean, suffice to say that, uh, you know, the, the art style <laughs> from Brotato is like, yes, yeah, it's a uh, poorly drawn, not poorly drawn, but very simplistic, cartoony sprites. Um, and you are running through a series of randomized rooms, uh, hacking up a bunch of enemies and you unlock items as you go to get perks and power-ups to get stronger, and then you eventually defeat the bosses and escape from the dungeon. It's a classic uh, roguelite setup, and it's uh, not terribly long. Um, there is a speed run for uh, beating the game in 25 minutes, and I think it'll take up to maybe ha- twice of that if you're being careful and um planning out what you want to do and and trying not to get hit Uh, i haven't done any of the speed runs yet but
0: uh yeah this game looks uh like you
1: yeah yeah it's it's only got uh 275 starters on ta and three completions
0: uh so me of that uh what was that horrible game that you loved Yeah, you which the one? sequel that they screwed you on? Goner. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Goner was more trippy than this, but they're the same kind of game where you're going through levels, killing enemies, and getting random perks. Um, and I do like games like that. And actually, this game is pretty well designed, in my opinion. Um, there are many, many items um, that give a variety of perks uh, to different stat bonuses. You've got your strength, which is the by default what uh, scales the amount of damage you do with each hit. Um, you've got technology, which is another stat for special weapons that can increase alongside. You've got max HP, and then you've got armor that stacks on top of your max HP that, that can't be healed. And various items scale attacks based on these other stats as well, like some sub weapons uh, deal more damage based on your maximum hp Um, you've got um your basic attack you've got an offensive weapon which maps to the b button and you've got a defensive weapon that maps to the y button and that uses another resource called energy which refills when you hit enemies you got various rooms where you can you know buy items from shops or get them from free or maybe like pay health to get extra items and. There's several different enemies the, like you might think that, uh, based on the art style that the developer was like phoning it in, but I found it to be pretty robust in terms of uh, number of items and enemies. I think there's like 10 to 12 different enemies enemy types in, in each of the three main regions of the game.:
0: um, Very yeah. nice. Yeah, it's
1: it's pretty good. The achievement list is difficult, to say the least. Um, you have got um, about fifteen gimmies that are just for killing enemies, destroying things, and like reaching certain uh, stages on your way out. Um, and then there's uh, a set of achievements for completing it in increasingly more difficult like difficulty levels. There's achievements for beating some bosses without getting hit. There's one an achievement for beating the game without using any of these sub-weapons. There's one for beating the game without picking up any items after the starting room. Um, and then there's, there's one that is my, uh, the metaphor is escaping me, but it's a terrible achievement, just terrible. Uh, I forgot to mention there are multiple characters that each have different um, layouts and starting stats and modifiers and things. One of these characters is a little robot who has a tiny laser. All the other characters have like swords and things that where you sweep out in the head is a huge hit area. But this little guy's laser is just a line right in front of you. And it doesn't even go straight in front of you. It goes down at an angle. So you don't hit, you're do not you not going to hit somebody that's, that's right in front of you. You have to jump and do it first. And there's an achievement for beating any boss using this character, but also with an item that basically makes you deal very, very little damage, and it's very frustrating. It's called inefficient laser.
0: Hmm. So that um, guy's meant to be a potato, also.
1: All the anim- all the guys in this game are potatoes, although I'll- one of them is literally a potato. <laughs> Um, if you liked Rotato, you may like this game. If you like um if you like Alien Hominid HD, you might like this game. I wouldn't recommend it at its uh retail price of $15, just because that's a little bit expensive uh for a game where you're gonna be throwing yourself at the wall this much. If it were on sale for half off or $7.50 or, or less, then I'd recommend it.
4: Okay. Looks
1: uh, like it's see. been
0: as low as uh, nine seventy
1: four. Hmm. I'll keep playing it though. I think I can complete right. it. It's just might. It All might right. take more than a, a few days.
0: You can do it. You'd be number four on TA. Hmm. No pressure. Nice. No pressure.
1: Yeah, well, I want to
0: seventy-five starters. Uh, want to complete all the games
1: that are that are platformers and roguelikes. So I've got to do this one.
0: You can do it. We have faith in you. Do they at least have like a parody of the American Gladiator song or something like that? Um, no,
1: no. Oh. The music is for three is pretty, right, pretty threadbare.
0: I would give $15 to someone to buy it if they did. Oh, well, too bad.
1: Yeah. Again, that the name of the game is Space Gladiators. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Okay. That brings us to sales. Uh, looks like there's a lot this week. Um, there's uh, <laughs> the TA article that they put every week for quick completions has 103 quick completions listed. Ooh, that's a lot. So there's some Achievement Hunting 101 favorites on here, like uh, Donut County, uh, Mr. Pumpkin's Adventure, stuff like that. But the rest of the boys have a lot to talk about here, so I'm going to throw it to Koosh What tabs you oh, got okay. open?
3: all right uh a lot uh as i was doing my research yeah. i was like i can't really have 135 tabs open do i and i absolutely did i um, wouldn't
4: <laughs> no no put it past you
3: well just you know I, I look at a game on sale and i'm like i don't know what that game is i'm gonna look at it and not because you know i'm gonna buy it i'm just gonna look at it i just want to know what that game is mm-hmm. um so there were like 135 i had to click on um mm. so yeah <laughs> There might be something for you there if you go and look. Uh, here's one that's kind of recommended by Mental Knight. Uh, it's the Fusion Bundle. It's got Sherlock Holmes Chapter One, it's got Sherlock Holmes The Awakened, and it has the Sinking City uh, for uh, X and S. Uh, it does not have Sherlock Holmes in that game, that's not a Sherlock Holmes game, but it's the same oh. developer and they put them all in the same bundle. Uh, this is $22 down from 110. And the reason Mental uh suggested it or, or or mentioned it is that this is the lowest price for awakened ever. Um, it's never gone below twenty dollars, and now this entire bundle is twenty-two dollars. So that's a pretty good deal if you're trying to get the Sherlock Holmes games. Um, all mm. the, the Sherlock Holmes games are adventure at point and click, sinking city is action adventure. And all three games have uh, 3.7 uh, or more stars uh, on PA. Oh, so they're first Yes, they're all rated very well. Um, so that's pretty good. Uh, now, if you pair this with the Sherlock Holmes Essential Bundle, also on sale, uh-huh. I believe uh-huh. $14, $15, um, you can pick up the Sherlock Holmes Crimes and Punishments and the Sherlock Holmes uh, mm. Devil's Daughter Redux. And that is... Uh, I think it's uh, it's not as good as each of those individually on sale when they're on sale for their lowest price, but it would allow you to get all three of those Sherlock Holmes games. um, Excuse me. Four of those Sherlock Holmes games uh, for a pretty, pretty good discount. Um, That would also include chapter one, which you already picked up, but you know, whatever Uh, that's one thing you could do, or you could be patient. Um, Next up, Deflector, five dollars down from twenty-three. This is a rogue light shoot 'em up hack and slash. Looks pretty cool to me. It's five, like I said, five dollars down from twenty-three. Uh, I will be picking this up and maybe talking about it if it's worth it. Uh, next up, uh, Astronite, five dollars down from fifteen. This is a platformer, but it looks a lot like a Metroidvania, and I just don't think enough people have played it or tagged it. Uh, I'll be picking this one up and uh, commenting on that at some point. Uh, it's a black and white uh, color scheme, and it reminds me a lot of Gato Robato, but it doesn't have um, doesn't feel as claustrophobic or as like small as that. Gato Robato almost plays or or looks like it was uh, you know written for uh, the Game Boy or something, uh, and then was just blown up to TV size. This feels a little bit more like it was built for bigger screens. Uh, pretty cool looking game. Uh, I hopefully will be
4: happy to talk about that later.
0: Hmm. All right. Wild West.
4: All right. I have got two bundles that I am recommending this week. Uh, The first one is uh, South Park, the Stick of Truth and the Fractured Butthole. $13.99 down from $69.99. You don't get any of the DLC, but there's no achievements for them. Uh, It's the lowest price ever. I had a lot of fun with the Stick of Truth. I haven't done the Fractured Butthole yet, but uh, I'm will look. i going to look at doing that uh, here soon. Um, the other one is uh, Far Cry 5 Gold Edition and uh, also Far Cry New Dawn Deluxe Edition Bundle. It's $19.49 down from $129.99. So you get all the Far Cry 5 DLC and you get Far Cry New Dawn. Uh, which is basically an expansion of Far Cry 5. So uh, pretty good price for two two games there. That's
0: uh, pretty good. All right, Skeptical Mario. I don't know if oh, there's yeah. any games you did not choose to include, but you can get... Called, oh, man,
1: buddy. we got lots of Vayners on sale this week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, we
1: got A- A- Eternal Noctis is 65% off, so it's $10.49. Uh, Mystic Bell... And Chasm are also sixty-five percent off. Um, Astalon Tears of the Earth is half off for uh, ten dollars, and that is March's Vayner of the month. In case you want to pick that up, um, if you don't mm-hmm. want to spend ten dollars on it, L, you get All this Awakening is two dollars, oh. and that's <laughs> also <laughs> that's also <laughs> like an eight-bit style uh, retro NES type Metroidvania. Um, but, uh, of all of those, my pick, my number one recommendation for this week is Eight Doors, Arum's Afterlife Adventure, which is $4 down oh. from 20. So that's quite cheap. Um, of two? it is, it's a Metroidvania. Uh, it's oh. not the most visually advanced. The art style is a little simplistic and stylized, uh, like hand-drawn, um, with fewer you know, frames per second, uh, unlike the oh. attacks and stuff. But it's very well designed. You've got good traversal mechanics, uh, an interesting story based in uh, like Eastern r- religions. Uh, Aram is mm. a young girl whose dad dies. Like Everybody in her town dies suddenly under mysterious circumstances, and, and she follows her father into the Homer. afterlife to bring him back.
2: And she gets a sword right away. So
1: you're you're hacking ghosts and stuff.
0: Oh, I just assumed you liked the alliteration. I mean, uh, afterlife adventure alliteration. I do like
1: that too. Yeah, it is a AAA game.
0: Yeah. Oh, nice. (laughs) Very nice. Oh, so uh, Mario. Are there any games that aren't Metroidvania's?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. We've also got uh, Rogue Legacy, um, which is <laughs> a platformer, kind of like a, a roguelite. Uh, in fact, I think this developer coined the term roguelite because it intentionally is not using many of those features. But you're you're replaying a, a small, smallish platforming game and, and improving your character each time with with a random effects for each playthrough. Um, I think it may have. Re- I'm not sure what uh, the retail price was originally, but now it's at $1.49. So, I mean, even if that kind of game is not uh, your thing, I mean, it's it's, it's so cheap, you may, you may as well play it. And if you don't, you could try Shame. Shame Legacy is also on sale, and uh, I don't know anything about that game except that fits the joke. No, I, I did look at it, and it, it's apparently um, a survival horror game in the along the lines of uh, Outlast or uh, Blair Witch. Um, you're in a some kind of a, a cult temple, and you found a staff that emits light. Um, some kind of monsters going after you, and you have to run away from it. Uh, I don't know. It's it's been played by like 40 people on TA. And its only rating is one star. So I don't know that I'd recommend it unless you're feeling bold. If you like that kind of game, you could just buy Outlast plus the DLC on sale for like 250 That's probably a better game. You should probably just buy that.
0: All right. Those are some interesting games, but are there any games that people might actually be interested in? Like our community?
1: I mean, I guess if you just want to buy... Easy games for fast gamer score. Uh, there, yeah, is a, yeah, yeah. there is a bundle yeah. of a bunch of baby games on sale. It's the, the Grin Robot Games bundle. Uh, it's got mm-hmm. six very quick games uh, Synchro Hedgehogs, one and two, Butterfly, one and two, and Smart Moves, one and two. That's six games uh, with 21,000 gamer score, and it's on sale for only $11. Uh, so that's 1,900 gamer score per dollar if that's all you care about for like contests or whatever.
0: Oh wow. That's all you care about. Yeah.
1: I'm just going to I'm just going to play more room. expensive games that nobody likes.
0: All right, that's fine. Uh there's a good place to find games like that. On Game Pass. And as usual, Wild West is going to Give us all the news about the newest Game Pass comings
4: and goings. All right. We have Game of the Year Possibility, Bluey, the video game, Mm -hmm. cloud console and PC. Two to three hour completion there with the walkthrough. It's a venture game. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Just a walkthrough just made for L. It has
3: has a lot of use, a lot lot of (laughs) unnecessary use in that walkthrough.
4: <laughs> uh, Australia. Uh, coming back to Game Pass, we have Maneater on cloud console and PC. 14 to 17 hour completion there. Action adventure, open world. Does have some DLC that goes on sale occasionally. Uh, but I really enjoyed Maneater, so I definitely recommend that. Uh, Madden NFL 24 on the cloud, sports, American football. Uh, we've got indivisible on cloud console and pc 15 to 20 hour completion there platformer metrovania Turnbase xbox has three dlc unattainables pc has no dlc or unattainables so if you want that completion maybe play it on pc um, and that one isn't the developer right you said it's not around anymore yeah they're gone so it's yeah. not gonna be fixed not coming back all right uh you have space engineers cloud console NPC management game 150 to 200 hours um and then a surprise edition that i will be talking about next week and that is dead island 2 it's a role-playing open world action horror 25 to 30 hour base game and it just came out with a new dlc 2 um that is a two to three hour completion and it has at least one more dlc on its way later this year so be forewarned if you want to play that there uh you get the typical dlc uh uh, discount as well if you want to play it but uh, it does have some dlc uh do we want to talk about march or we want to wait till next week on the live show
3: uh i think we can talk about it We, we we put off last week so let's do it
4: all right so march 5th the long-awaited Warhammer 40,000 Bolt Gun, cloud console on PC, first-person shooter, 10 to 12-hour 10 to completion. March 18th, a game I'm looking forward to is Lightyear Frontier, simulation open-world management game. Kind of looks like a farm together, but in space. So I know L is going to be all over that. Uh, March 19th, oh. we have MLB The Show <laughs> 24 sports baseball game I'm looking forward to that as well and we also have open roads it's an adventure game from annapurna so I'm sure Kush will be all over that one uh March 28th probably the biggest get so far on Game Pass this year we've got Diablo 4 200 300 action RPG role playing hack and slash dungeon crawler I'm sure a lot of people will be checking that one out uh and the leaving people who bought it will be mad I mean, if you're gonna buy that game, you're you know, especially with the rumors happening oh, around that time, would you would have played it, and you're a big fan of the Hope series so. and everything. So, yeah. And then leaving Game Pass, just one news: uh, we've got February 29th. So the day that this drops, uh, you'll, pro- you'll probably be gone. But it's Soul Hackers 2, 60 to 80 hours role-playing turn-based game. So I'm sure next week on the live show we will have some more news on all of this stuff. If not, we might not see Koosh. <laughs> <laughs> We're still anticipating a bloodbath in March. Uh, there's uh,
3: there's March. a bloodbath coming sometime. I don't know yeah. if it's March, but it's coming.
4: Yeah, I'm sure MLB will be one sometime in March. In no, March. that, that one slack. yeah,
3: that one can die. That's fine.
4: <laughs> uh, oh, the, the,
0: the, uh, wow, harsh, very harsh, harsh words. Okay. Brings us to Braggalicious, Braggadocious, Bragg Camp. Our guest, Mario, will read the first grouping.
1: Sure thing. We have some people who have gotten completion milestones. Uh, Lord, Lord Zell has now completed 250 games. Logic Slayer has completed... 450 games Scarvese has completed 600 games Shadow has completed 650 games Chewy on Ice has completed 1,200 games and Snuffed by a Girl has completed 1,800 games In streaks uh, What the Fug currently has 100 days
3: Dunkos has 350 days Domain is at 700 days and Neo21 is at 950 days uh, celebrating their 11-year achievement win streak is Mad iPad Eye, Eye. That's insane.
0: Yes. No. Do you remember what the insane part is?
3: Oh, the super insane part. Yeah, is every day is a different game.
0: Yes, that's
4: that's the real insane part. He starts a new game every day. It's crazy. Like you wouldn't think when you were growing up that you would have that many games to play. To start a new game every day.
1: And Helps when you have a group of people telling you what games are on sale every week.
4: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. He said, nope. he yeah. said, uh, it's only money. <laughs> that's what he said.
4: Good on you, Mad Eye. All right. In Gamer Score, we've got. Punk Statics V1 at 200,000 gamer score. Unlock Wizard at 250,000 gamer score. Crunchy Goblin 68 at 300,000 gamer score. Dude with the Face, 1.1 million gamer score. Mike Pitch with 1.4 million gamer score. Junior Mario 2004. Is he related to you at all, Skepto? Skepto?
1: Uh, I guess he's (laughs) young (laughs) enough to be my son, but no.
4: Uh, Junior Mario 2004 with 1.8 million gamer score. Triple Triad seven 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 with one point eight million gamer score and hitting their two million gamer score milestone. Mighty Mango, congratulations!
0: You're a Mighty Mango Junior. Did you know that? Did <laughs> you both say metrovania It's Metroidvania. Come on, get with the program here. This is this is Mario Week with Vainers although I would like to see a Metro Metroidvania. That'd be cool. In leaderboards, Winter Muted. New name is in the top 10,000 of the TA leaderboard for Puzzle. ASC is in the top 100 of the Achievements 1 leaderboard for Roguelite. Radonis is now in the top 200 of the USA TA difference leaderboard for Xbox Game Pass. Interesting. Luke 17,000 is third in TA Difference Leaderboard for Windows Roguelite. And Kingsman 2625 is now in the top five of the Gamerscore Leaderboard for Sandbox. I got tagged today in Camp by Philip Wendell, who said, Last night I completed Party Hard 2. Final achievement for completing all the objectives is glitched. Was on a third playthrough trying to get it when it finally popped last night game was released in 2020, and I'm the 28th to complete it. Only took me like 150 hours. Wow. All right. Well, good job, Philip Wendell. I'm completing Party Hard 2. Okay. Thank you for joining us in Level 292. Next week will be the live show. That'll be the first Tuesday of the month. Tuesday, March 5th. (laughs) Yeah, 5th. First, second, third, fourth, fifth. Sixth, fifth. Yeah, you know, one of those. Probably less than 10. So (laughs) thank you for joining us, Skeptical Mario. You're welcome, Al.
1: Oh. It sounded like you were going to say something else.
0: <laughs> no, thank you say, for having uh, me. I was going to say you're welcome anytime. And you're also welcome to invite yourself on anytime. <laughs> I might be like going having, mad
1: with power. I can go anywhere. I can be on any podcast. You can do
0: whatever you'd like. You could be on any segment you want. Um, you and Elroy can, can have a segment. <laughs>
4: Um, Four hour segment.
0: You and Freem can talk about roguelike platformers together. That would be fantastic. And uh you and Wild West could talk about how many daughters uh, he has. Let,
1: let me know her. if you want another song. Should probably pick the topic. No, no more
0: songs no more songs until Christmas, all right? All right, maybe Thanksgiving. All right, maybe Easter. <laughs> Um, that's too soon but anytime we, we should collaborate collaborate that'd be good we should do that mm-hmm. all right we are on the road to, to level 300 if uh, the gang hasn't killed me by then we will be there in approximately eight weeks so thanks for listening class is dismissed bye-bye bye-bye
4: bye see ya
5: Hello and welcome back to NeverEnding Stories, a segment where I talk to patrons and staff members about their long, unfinished campaign and story modes that they finally got back to after all these years because I told them to. Joining me this time in, I believe, her second appearance on the podcast after talking with me, is it two years ago now, about bean diving, is someone uh, close to me. Uh, physically, uh, geographically, <laughs> it is Northern Lass.
2: Hello, everybody.
5: Oh, wow. Great to have you back. Is Am I right in saying that that's the this is your second appearance and yeah the last time yeah. was also with me mm.
2: yeah yeah we did a segment on bean diving i think it was two years ago uh yeah
5: it's crazy yeah. now yeah time flies and uh you have it, since then <laughs> your bean diving compulsion has not been uh, uh taken away from you it is still going strong
2: uh yeah so i've got a problem <laughs> <laughs>
5: you are one of the consistently highest bean divers in not just the ah 101 community but across the whole of ta <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah that's what happens when i uh, you keep buying games and then don't start anything until uh bean dive season so mm.
5: i mean you're among friends so <laughs> you know uh it's only a problem if you know anyone judges for you for it and we don't judge you good to know not too bad anyway that's not what we're here to talk about we're here to talk about unless you dived it this game maybe you did we'll find out we're here to talk about a game that you started a long long time ago 15 years ago i think if i'm right with my maths what game are we talking about
2: the legend of spyro dawn of the dragon
5: ah yes so spyro uh a classic character back in the day I remember how popular the Spyro games were on PlayStation, PS1 and 2, I think mainly. Yeah. And then I think basically this game, Dawn of the Dragon, was its one and only appearance on Xbox consoles, or 360 at least, uh, before it disappeared for 10 years, before reemerging with the Spyro Reignited Trilogy. And you started it back in december 2008 yep which was only about a month after it was released so northern us were you a spyro fan and is that why you started this
2: uh yes i am a big spyro fan so i've played the majority of the games on playstation 1 and playstation 2 i think
5: is this like the eighth one or something like that I, I looked on wikipedia and there's like there's like um mobile games as well but of like the main series
2: yeah i haven't played any of the uh mobile games but i think there was mm. there was um, there was three or four games um on, on playstation or something like that and then there was all the um toy games so that there, there was three um S- sparrow skylanders games um yeah those two uh, got yeah. a box full of dragons and various other Characters from that. So yeah, I'm a big Sparrow fan. I've got soft toys. I've got game bosses I've got ugly Christmas jumpers for Sparrow. (laughs) That's how much I love Sparrow
5: Although not enough to finish the storyline of this game for 15 years
2: (laughs) It released in uh, November 2008 and I would Hmm. imagine that I bought it on release um, because I started it in December 2008. don 't know why I didn't start it on the day it was released, but when I got it, but uh, obviously it was waiting to start it. And then I played it and got two achievements in it, um, <laughs> one which was completing the first level, and one was uh, doing some kind of combo kills. Um, and it looks like I put it back down to pick back up Lego Batman from looking at my achievements. Oh, I see. I obviously didn't get pulled into to the game at that time.
5: No, and then it sat for twelve years.
2: Twelve years. <laughs>
5: 12 so I picked years. it up.
2: Yeah, twelve mm. years later, and I can only assume, looking at my notes, because I keep uh, a record of everything I do every month. Like I kind of do my RRTLD and DL and. Uh, bcm and everything and i've got notes and it popped up on my uh, random to-do list in september 2020 did Mm. this game and i i'm assuming that's why i picked it back up for a very short period Um, yeah you did
5: another nine achievements in september 2020 yeah
2: which was two levels two level Mm. achievements and then various cumulative achievements for upgrading killing enemies and, and combos mm. and
5: but it wasn't enough it, it wasn't, wasn't enough, enough and i don't
2: think i don't mm. think i actually got to the achievement on the rtdl um so it must have been quite a late one and then it uh, went back into limbo until uh last month september 23 um mm. And partly because it was on my never-ending story list and partly because of the King of the Red Ring competition. Yes.
5: Now, was your uh, opponent in said competition during <laughs> this week of
2: So, <laughs> uh, in that week of September, it was your good self, Chewy, who I was up against
5: how did i do
2: (laughs) not as well as me (laughs) Um, Uh, no
5: i did absolutely terribly against you i did actually uh, because this was the second period of that contest um and i did uh, enough to get ultimately through the first period uh, but then unfortunately i was rather unwell so i'm putting it down to to man flu Mm. uh that i did basically nothing uh against you but to be honest, I think you were also one of the favourites. So you know, I, it would have been a struggle even if I had given you a, any kind of fight.
2: Yeah, and and this game was a it was a good one because it's a, a non backwards compatible game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a it was a good one to to go back to really for that competition. Getting the bonus.
5: Yeah, so we we were we were giving an extra little bump on score for people who went back far enough into games that never never were made backwards compatible. Yeah, uh, as a way of encouraging people to tear through the backlogs, um, as you have done in this game. And you finished the story on the 16th of September
2: of this yep. year. So, in well s- in, in, thank you, in September. So I finished the remaining seven levels, um, mm. and um, there's a bunch of stuff that I've still got to do in it. I'm, I've by nowhere near completed all the collectibles and all the upgrades and um, these various other achievements outstanding for 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 killing some enemies etc which i may or may not go back to i haven't decided yet
5: yeah basically you just got a whole load of cumulative and collectible stuff yeah loads of it it it, it looks like it's chock chock full of that throw 200 enemies in the air kill a thousand enemies collect all the armor sets find all the elite enemies you know find all the upgrades it's just loads and loads of that and and do you is it like chapter select or level select where you have to keep going back and yeah, grinding
2: there, there is a level select. It did it did say on tier that you couldn't actually do Lego select in in one of the guides, but then it did say quite a few people have said they've managed to do it via le- level select. So I did once I did finish the story, I have gone back a couple of mm-hmm. levels and, and kind of mopped up some of the missing collectibles, and I'm not missing um, that many. I'm probably I'm probably like ninety percent. You know, through everything collectible-wise, but I just, I just, unfortunately, didn't enjoy the game,
4: <sighs>
2: which is shocking.
5: Well, I did look uh, when I looked on Wikipedia uh, about it, and it got a very muted response, and probably was one of the big reasons for the series basically dying. Yeah. Um, apart from you know the Spyro, um the Skylanders games, kind of giving a little bit of interest. But but there was no Sparrow games until yeah the new ones the 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 remakes
2: the remake minutes, yeah the same. remake one which I still haven't finished that either. I need to get back onto that at some point
5: the the critical reception was meh and I guess the sales were as well yeah which is a shame yeah I mean tell me a bit more about that you is it um is it like a, a is, do they like have a really strong storyline because I have to confess I've never actually played one <laughs> I used to be big on PlayStation but I never played a Sparrow game played very few 3d platformer type games um, of the big ones especially in those days so i know very little about it apart from the those early ones are very well loved but is it like a storyline that progresses all the way through yeah
2: you, know, it, like... you tend to be you tend to be um be going around and, and going into different areas and releasing um dragons um from what I remember of the early games anyway, but releasing a you know a dragon or two or three dragons in each area. well obviously the remake the remaster is that so that's very much so. So it typically is you go through a series of areas and then there's there's collectibles, you have to find all the gems, etc. Which is kind of, this one was slightly different, is there was upgrades in each area that were hidden that you had to find. Um and also um upgrades to your armor and also upgrades to your your health and your um, your kind of magic ability overall I found the game quite confusing at times it wasn't always obvious what you needed to do and then there was also um the interplay between the two dragons as well so the, you were playing one of two dragons but the other dragon was always alongside you and you would swap and use the other dragon's ability they had slightly different special powers uh, so, so some were better powers for, for particular enemies than others
5: that's interesting
2: yeah it was quite confusing i just didn't like that mechanic a um, swapping the dragons and you needed to collect energy crystals to kind of breathe fire and, and use your 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 kind of your special weapons and things and i think that put me off a little bit because sometimes you ran out and you couldn't really attack very easily
5: do you think they were trying to like do too much and, and like move away from this what made it work before the maybe the yeah. simplicity of it
2: and then, mm. and then also they put in a two-player achievement, which is uh, what I'm always mentioning in Discord. That I'll never get that because I don't have anybody who will sit through playing sp- play in the whole game. You've got to play the whole game or 95% of the game in two-player.
5: Oh, okay. So you need um you need someone who is willing to
2: sit there and play the full game with me yeah
5: which for a 15 year old game that isn't all that great is quite a big ask these days yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah.
2: I think you Um, can do it with two controllers by yourself but given that I kind of struggled to get through through it myself um Mm -hmm. and and lost a bit of interest there I think it's a bit of a big ask to play it again um Mm -hmm. a second time so I definitely will not be getting the completion but I might do some of the mop up if I feel like going back to to do some of the collectible stuff
5: is it the kind of thing where if you left it as kind of on your on your for for contests, you know RTDL might pick one of those ones um, out, and you would go for it, or do you think you would think take it off?
2: I'm actually going to go and look if I've took it off because I can't remember if I've actually put it not for contest now. I may have put it not for contests.
5: I guess the risk is with things like BCM is that they might also say now you've got to complete it, so you've got to. It'll be the two player, two player one
2: that will come up, oh, won't yeah. it? Yeah. It's, yeah. uh oh, yes, it's not for contest, so it's off. The, it's okay. off. The, it's yes. off the list now.
5: So in, in in some ways you're considering it done until you really 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 feel like going back around to it. Which, let's be honest,
2: it's probably going to be monkey. never. Yeah.
5: Mm. But but story complete. Good job. I mean, you 68% completion. You know, 595 gamer score is decent. I think it's a decent thing to say. I've done it. It's it's put it to bed. Um, and you're not alone on that two-player one because only. I say only is twelve percent of players have got it, which for three hundred and sixty is you know not not it's, it's quite low relatively for a, a three hundred and sixty game. So you are not alone in avoiding that one. I think.
2: Yeah, there's not many people on my friend list. There, I think there's there's five completions out of the sixteen mm-hmm. people that come up come up on the on the top of the list. A lot of people have started it and uh, uh, not got that final achievement or. I even got mm. halfway by the looks of it,
5: and it's kind of a shame that it didn't do so well and it wasn't as well made or received because um, some aspects of it look really interesting. I mean, they've got an amazing voice cast. They've got Elijah Wood, Gary Oldman, Christina Ricci, and Mark Hamill all playing you know main characters in the game. That's that's a that's so, a Hollywood A-list, A list you know yeah. voice cast. Yeah. Oh well it is what it is spyro died with this game until he was reborn and you have actually played the reignited trilogy as well have you haven't you did did that kind of um reignite uh your love of the series as well because i know that was very well received
2: yeah and it and it and it looks beautiful and it plays it plays beautiful um i think there's there's three games and it's a collection of three of three of the games i think i've um Mm -hmm made made headway into into at least one of them um mm. so i think i keep popping in in and out i think i derped it i think it was one of the games i was playing every month for a derp that was that was a year ago or whatever so i think i did play it, but i've it's it's just not i'm not for some reason i'm not drawn back to it um mm. but but i've that many games to play you know i'm i'm a sucker for contests and if it doesn't fit <laughs> to a contest, then it stays on the shelf
5: Yeah, I mean, so if anyone is very nostalgic for Spyro or kind of interested to see what all the fuss is about, the recommendation is clearly to go for the Reignited Trilogy. And if you love that or you're curious, probably don't go back to try out Dawn of the Dragon.
2: Yeah, I I definitely go for the the remaster. Yeah, yeah, go for the remaster if you want to relive a bit of your Spyro memories mm-hmm. um definitely I'd, I'd recommend that one over the x the three hundred
5: and sixty one. awesome anyway uh northern Last, thank you very much for joining me thanks for uh, chatting to me about your spyro story completion and hopefully we can chat again soon
2: okay thanks for having me it's been great thanks
5: yeah i didn't hear you clap but it's, it's
2: i did I did, it, I did it it came up on the the uh you you saw know, the things thing, yeah, yeah that's
5: the other thing can you see wibbly wobbly lines yeah i can recording? see it wobbly
2: wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff
5: <laughs> okay i'm going to try and cut that out and stick that into the podcast <laughs>